uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. In this episode, I am joined by Patrick Sullivan, who is the co-founder of 2600 Hertz. You may not have heard of 2600 Hertz, but they approach cloud communications from a very different perspective. Their cloud-based telephony platform aims to simplify and optimize the management of communication services. It was designed as an open source project to encourage the maximum innovation. Patrick fills me on on all of the details, and he starts with giving me an update on their past history. Have a listen. The last, you know, nine years, we've really been focusing on this distributed technology platform, which means that, you know, you can have a platform that can scale infinitely uh, with no single points of failure. And if the server or data center ever goes down, uh, the system is always up and running. Um, We really kind of achieved that goal about a year ago. Um, And so for the last 12 months, you know, we really started to shift on what the market's been asking, which is more of, you know, these types of integrations. Um, and that's with your business logic and functionality so that it's not just a phone system anymore. It's a phone system that's connected to your CRM. Um, it's a phone system that has programmable or programmable APIs. So anytime you make a call, you can also have all that data logged in uh, or you can use it to, you know, build very customized features for your companies. Um, and we're starting to get some really interesting use cases where people have been using this type of technology uh, to build kind of end-to-end solutions for uh, their companies. So again, like I said, we really try to focus not necessarily on just the phone aspect, but more on the overall end-to-end communication systems. Um, and we're getting people, you know, they're focusing on, you know, attacking pizza shops. So they, you know, when a call comes in, uh, the CRM automatically picks it up. You see who the customer is. The customer also gets a text message when uh, the driver is going out there to deliver the pizza. Um, and it's kind of a weird use case, but what's happening is it's kind of the experience for the customer so that they don't have to actually give you the pizza order anymore. When they call in, you already know what they ordered in the past. You already know what they like, you know, and it just gives a much better experience for the customer. Um, I suppose it's just providing that context within that within that sense anyway. Exactly, exactly. So. You know, what we really aim to be is kind of the the people behind the scenes with the technology um, so that, you know, our resellers and our providers can go to their customers and deliver a very customized solution for those, uh, the end users, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And, and in terms of growth of the team, how's the last 12 months looked in that sense? Uh, fantastic. We are still primarily an engineering company. Um, you know, we've been... You know, every time we get additional contracts in, we seem to hire more and more engineers because um, our kind of company model is to automate everything. Um, so instead of trying to hire people to do jobs, we try to automate those jobs out of the equation. Um, and that's for the sales process. That's for the marketing process for engineering process. Now, we still need people in all those, you know, kind of still running and telling us what they need automated. Um, but to scale a company with a, a smaller team, you know, you know, we've always believed that automation is kind of the key to do this. So in the last 12 months, uh, we've been still focusing on hiring more and more engineers um, to build a lot of these automated programs. Uh, but now we're starting to see, you know, huge payoffs because, you know, our, my support team is three people um, because they don't need to have more than that. Uh, our auxiliary team um, that builds a lot of these tools you know, that's a much bigger team because, you know, again, we're really focused on the automation versus just hiring people to do a job, if that makes sense. Yeah, completely. And I've realized that your platform 
approaches communications from from a very different angle, as, as you've explained previously. What have been the main trends within industry, but also technology trends that that, that are impacting yourselves? So obviously, that that whole third party development integration is a critical part, and that that's been a real a real that's been rising, hasn't it, within the industry over the last few years? That that uh, ability and want for customers to be able to do that. Oh, absolutely. So the the term CPaaS, which is Communication Platform as a Service, uh, has really been kind of taken off in the last like four to six years. Um, and I think, you know, if you look at companies like Twilio and Nexmo, they've really kind of paved the way of making a very simplified way for developers to use or ingest their APIs. Um, and what how they were brilliant was, you know, they didn't make it very complex, um, but the key here is that they made a lot of documentation, they made a lot of examples, so it was easy for developers to start using it. Um, you know, we've got, we've been fortunate that we get to piggyback back off all their uh, success because, you know, with our platform, we take care of more of the, hey, here's your phones, here's your uh, video, here's your PBXs, here's your call centers, here's your conference bridges. But also now here's your CPAS or CPAS on top of it. So now people can kind of utilize, we're almost kind of a mixture of a Ring Central plus a Twilio, if that makes sense. So that people have your internal internal phone system, but you have the you know access, accessibility to get to the CPAS so you can start making API calls to build a much more customized solution. Um, and where the, uh, the industry is trending right now is that you know in the CPAS market, um, it's a big product, and you know, if you look at Twilio's market cap, I think they were at four billion last time I checked. Is that that's going to be more of a, you know, a feature, not necessarily a product. Um, and people are going to be requiring that feature to go along with their internal communication systems or with their business phone systems. It's all about enhancing the ability for partners and resellers to to really offer their customers that that customer that excellent customer experience and their ability to provide that to their customers at the end. Exactly, 100%. I think, you know, we almost look at this as kind of like, you know, if you have a pyramid, the base level of the pyramid is, you know, the phone system has to be extremely reliable and always on, um, you know, because people, you know, this is their business. If their phone system goes down, you know, they can't get calls from their customers. Um, so, you know, that's the number one requirement. But then if you go up the pyramid, uh, then you start looking at the integrations. And then if you go up the pyramid, then you look at the very customized integrations uh, that, you know, customers can only get if they have access to those APIs. And it's a huge transition in the market because, you know, 10 years ago, the over, you know, all philosophy for all these major telcos was we don't want to give access to our customers. We want our customers to have a very controlled environment where they don't have anything outside the box. Um, now it's totally flipped on its head where, you know, I think a lot of these telcos are seeing that where the market's changing. And so they're starting to, you know, embrace CPaaS and they're trying to say, hey, look, you know, we also want to give a very customized solution now, um, which is, again, unheard of 10 years ago. And in terms of, I also realize this is difficult to do in a couple of minutes, but over the next 12 months and into 2019, what are your main areas of focus? What are, what are the main targets for 2600 Hertz? Absolutely. Uh, so we still kind of, we really focus on empowering the major telcos and the service providers around the world. Um, so we continue to develop applications and integrations, but we're really starting to focus on you know, the last pieces of the puzzle that people are asking for, and that's like billing solutions. And so, you know, right now we're coming out with a full-on end-to-end billing solution so that, 
you know, once you turn up our service, uh, the billing solution will do all the bills for you and will collect taxes and can remit those taxes on your behalf, um, which is unheard of in the telco industry because one of the hardest parts about starting your own telecom company is that the taxation stuff is so complex in all the different countries. And so we're trying to, you know, remove that from the equation for people. Um, you know, and I think in the long run, uh, we really are still trying to, you know, help the developers, you know, get started and build out as much documentation and, you know, really kind of focus on the integrations. Because, you know, if you if you sign up with a new communication system, um, you want to make sure that that is integrated with your CRM. You want to make sure that it is integrated with your point of sale system. Um, and so these types of integrations will just kind of, allow people to get started quicker um, and have a much better overall experience for their for their customers. Well, I really, and all of us at UC today, really look forward to seeing how you progress at 2600 Hertz and hearing about you a lot more. But for the meantime, Patrick, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, Patrick. I appreciate it too. And if there's anything else I can answer or offer, uh, please check us out at 2600hertz.com. And, you know, we really appreciate uh, you having us on us. That was really interesting to talk to Patrick to understand more about 2600 Hertz and their approach to cloud communications. If you want to know more, there is another episode of Out Loud available with Patrick's co-founder, Darren Schreiber, in which my colleague Rob Scott interviewed him about their entire history. So it's worth having a look out for that. That's it for today's episode, though. Don't forget, if you like the series, please subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend that might be interested too. As always, though, thanks for listening.